Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy la duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's switch gears. Well, not switch gears. We're actually just talking the Dallas Cowboys, and now we want to bring in Dave Hellman, who covers the Cowboys here at Fox Sports. Uh, Dave, I believe you were at Cowboys camp today. Was today the last day in Oxnard, David? It was, yeah. They're uh, they're hopping a train down to Irvine to uh, practice against the Chargers, I guess, coast of Mesa, technically. But, yeah, they're going down to Orange County. 
Okay, so David, let me ask you this. Um, you know, so Rich, who's co-hosting with me, played in the league. I certainly did not. I'm just the typical radio guy that's completely overreacting to 17 penalties <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, is that as big of a deal in training camp and as somebody who's around the team 365 coming off of last year as I'm making it out to be? Uh, you know, I know it's it's never like a good radio take to say both, but I, I think it can be both, honestly. I mean, hey, I did the math on this. The the average for the league for week one of the preseason was six and a half. Uh, so the Cowboys almost tripled that. So you can say, you can make all the excuses you want and say, oh, it was all backups and it's the first game of the preseason. Well, that applies to most of the NFL, and they had a much easier time playing clean football than Dallas did. Um, but at the same time, it is backups, and it is the first game of the preseason. So uh, I'd be a little more concerned if it was Tyron Smith and Dak Prescott and, uh, and Micah Parsons getting flagged. But even still, it's clearly an avoidable issue since the rest of the league didn't have nearly as big of a problem with it. And, uh, and when you think about the issues they had with penalties last year, it's totally fair to say, Hey, Mike McCarthy, what are you? What are y'all working on, man? Like, what are y'all doing? Because it doesn't look a whole lot better than it did last year. I think. I think both can be a little bit true. Are there any feelings of we didn't do enough this offseason to make this team better, or does the franchise, the players, the coaches believe that there's enough in this room? Oh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's Spin City uh, for the Dallas Cowboys right now. I mean, the organization feels very confident like i mean Dak prescott has said a few times this offseason including at camp that uh he doesn't feel like they're taking a step back and, and it's on them to step up the the front office jerry and stephen jones and will mcclay they'll tell you that they feel good about the receivers they have in camp they feel good about their offensive line depth uh me personally I'll believe it when I see it, because uh, other than other than C.D. Lamb and eventually Michael Gallup when he gets healthy again, you don't have any wide receivers that have done a whole lot in the NFL. Your depth along the offensive line looks perilously thin. Um, it's just hard to believe anybody that says that this team is is even as good on paper as they were last year. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug is out. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger in. Dave Hellman joining us from Cowboys Camp. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at David Hellman underscore. David, let, let's you know kind of continue the conversation. Um, you know, again from the outside, I think there's obviously uh, you know people that that question Mike McCarthy. Uh, Jerry has been fully supportive publicly. Is that because he really believes Mike McCarthy is the guy to take this team back to Super Bowls? get them competing for Lombardi trophies? Is that a public front? Where do you feel uh, Jerry – how do you feel Jerry truly feels about Mike McCarthy, the coach? The irony is, I mean, that's that's how Jerry led camp this year. The first day of camp before they had taken a snap, he kind of made it a point to say, I'm tired of y'all picking on my coach and saying that he's on the hot seat and saying that, that his job is in danger. Uh, the interesting thing was that Jerry Jones created that narrative himself. Uh, that I mean, that happened in the offseason when he was noncommittal about Mike's future. He personally brought up the idea that Dan Quinn and maybe even Sean Payton would be happy to be the coach of the Cowboys. And, you know, he comes out later and says, well, I was just trying to keep the league away from Dan Quinn. I didn't want anybody sniffing around my defensive coordinator. That's all well and good. Uh, but there are consequences to saying that type of stuff in public. Namely, people like us are going to talk about it. Um, 
So, I mean, Jerry, Jerry gave him a big vote of confidence at the start of camp, but all of that stuff is still true. And, and for that matter, Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy, you know, I, I, I truly believe that they have a really good relationship. I truly believe Dan Quinn when he says he's here to help Mike succeed. Uh, but we know how this business works, too. I mean, let this team fall under 500 at the halfway point of the season. Let them have a losing streak or, or something like that. And uh, that narrative is only going to get louder. And Dan Quinn's in the building. He's got just as good of a resume as Mike McCarthy does, or, or very close to it anyway. Um, I don't think that's going away unless this team wins and wins big. So, you know, it's that, it's that thing where it all sounds well and good in July and August when everybody's optimistic, but uh, when the reality of the season sets in, we'll see who's right. David, you've spent parts of three seasons now covering Mike McCarthy's Cowboys. What are his strengths as a head coach? Because all we hear about are his weaknesses. Clock management, the culture, obviously the mistakes, unforced errors and penalties and things of that nature. What does he do well? You know, it's a great question, and it's something you try to get a, uh, a finger on. And I honestly, I say it all the time, like, I really I, I can't give you a great idea of what Mike does for the team during the three hours that they're playing a game. I mean, he, he doesn't run or call the offense. Obviously, Dan Quinn is all over the defense, and, and the clock management stuff speaks for itself. I would say he, he strikes me as a guy that's really good Monday to Saturday. Uh, the, the players really love him. I think the, a big part of that is because he looks out for their well-being. Um, you know, he, he's not going to overwork them, push them too hard get them injured he keeps a very close eye on like whether a guy's doing enough that's going to like run him into the ground or get him hurt now i i can hear the flip side of that argument already which is like well how good is the culture if players aren't being pushed that hard but uh on a team with this many guys in their prime i think he's good at at trusting them and and putting them in line to succeed and then the other thing is i will give him the credit of saying he truly seems to be unbothered by the spotlight that's on him. Uh, I think he's a, he's the type of guy that has no problem being the human shield, for lack of a better word, of like you know let me let me take the criticism, let me take the scrutiny, let me be the guy that everybody's questioning their job and take the pressure off of you a little bit. Um, if that bothers him behind the scenes, he does a really good job of not showing it because I, I have been impressed by. Um, how he kind of seems like he lets that stuff, you know, run off his back. And, I mean, in a place like Dallas, I think that's a lot easier said than done. Last one for me, David. David Hellman joining us, Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger in for Doug Gottlieb. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, is there any sense that, that, like, now is the moment and that, you know, you, you have Dak very much in his prime, but you also have Trevon Diggs on a rookie contract, uh, Micah Parsons on a rookie contract, CeeDee Lamb on a rookie contract. Is, is, does that play into, uh, obviously, we, we know how talented they are, reigning division champ, but does any of that kind of all those talented players on rookie contract play into a role of, like, it does feel like this is the moment for the Cowboys, especially with the NFC in general, a little bit down? See, I think that's what makes this season so interesting for the Cowboys is, Everything you just said is true. Like, you know, they've got the quarterback under contract. They've got a lot of guys in their prime. They've got this young wave of stars, CD, Micah, Trayvon Diggs. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't really feel like they kept pace. Uh, you, you just look around. I mean, obviously, the Rams brought back, like, everybody except Von Miller from this, like, juggernaut team. 
the Buccaneers added Julio Jones to what was already a really strong team. Uh, I don't know if the Packers got a lot better, but as long as they have Aaron Rodgers, they're in the conversation. It just doesn't feel like the Cowboys did as much to to load up, I guess. Like they it's almost like blackjack where it's like, all right, you're gonna like sit on you're gonna sit there at like fifteen or sixteen. I guess that's okay, but we'll see what happens. Um and then on the flip side, it's year three for McCarthy. Again, all of that stuff about the job scrutiny is there. And so it's weird because I sit there and I'm like, eh, this doesn't look like a roster that's ready to win a Super Bowl, but this feels like a team that's acting like it is. And so I can't wait to see what happens when the rubber meets the road. I think uh, they're going to make a lot of people look stupid or they're going to you know, be able to serve everybody a healthy plate of crow. So it'll be fun to see who's right. Hell hath no fury like a lover scorned. I don't know why, but that comes to mind when I think about Amari Cooper and Jerry Jones. It's been a war of words over the offseason, you know, both talking to their own beat writers and and broadcasters who cover the offseason for the Browns and the Cowboys both. But it's been weird, right? Amari talks about how he wasn't used appropriately when he was with Dallas and Jerry talks about moving on from, you know, top talent and making decisions that are best for the current team. And it's all it all seems like vague barbs against one another. Why, why is this going on? Why, what, what's happened in this relationship and why did it not work out with Amari and Dallas? I think that kind of ties into what I was saying about not getting better because it's, it's weird to sit here and think like there's nothing, there was nothing stopping Amari Cooper from being on this team. Like the Cowboys could have handled his salary. They're third in the league in salary cap space. And the funny thing is, all of a sudden, yeah, like Amari was one of the two or three highest paid receivers in the league at this time last year. Now he's like 12. So now his contract doesn't even look like this big, unwieldy thing. And then you think about the fact that they knew Michael Gallup was going to miss some time. They knew he was recovering from an ACL tear. And they traded Amari anyway. And so, like, you piece all that together, you talk to some people, and you just come away with the conclusion, like, yeah, they just they didn't want Amari Cooper on this team. I think some of that is uh, personality clash. Again, yeah, Amari, he talked about it this offseason. He talked about it last season during the home stretch about not being featured the right way, not being targeted the right way. And then, I mean, Jerry Jones has made no secret about the fact that it really bothered him that Amari didn't get vaccinated. Uh, and I, I understand it because Amari missed two games with COVID and the Cowboys lost both of those games. So, I mean, that had a huge impact on last season. Uh, but, yeah, to, to hear Jerry come out at the beginning of training camp and basically say those – I mean, he didn't mention Amari by name, but Amari Cooper, Randy Gregory, uh, he basically said, you know, those guys aren't here because uh, we didn't want them here. And so, it, like I said, it, it's going to be interesting to see, like, are you right – that you didn't need Amari Cooper and these young receivers can step up and help C.D. Lamb? Or are you going to look silly when this passing game takes a step back and everybody remembers that there was nothing stopping you from keeping Amari? It's a, it's a really interesting dynamic. David Hellman covers the Dallas Cowboys, was in Oxnard the last couple weeks for Fox Sports. Uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter, at David Hellman. David, really appreciate the time. Uh, safe travels to Irvine, and we'll be following, uh, following you and the team. Thank you very much. Anytime, fellas. Thanks. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. 
and let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture you will not find anywhere else to make your next move your best move and tap in with me on kj live wherever you get your podcast from at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Aaron Torres, Rich Ornberger in for Doug. Doug will be back later this week. Uh, I believe he is out on the course with Dan Beyer, with John Ramos. And I think they're just having a good old uh, team bonding day, Rich. Rich, when are you taking me out for a team bonding day? What do we got? What do I got to do to get in on that rotation over there down there at extra 1360? We got to do it sometime soon. I've been hitting the links with my producer, Ben Fletcher, pretty good amount, and uh, my co-host and uh, many times your co-host, Steve Hartman. Uh, so yeah, we got to get you out. There's a lot of good courses down in San Diego. Just, uh, next time you're around our neck of the woods, give me a holler. We'll bring you out somewhere. You can get me on Torrey Pines anytime I want, right? Oh yeah. Come on. We got tons of bull down here. We, we actually, I just played Torrey South for the first time in my life. I've lived in San Diego since 2013. It's the first time I ever played a course there and it was absolutely breathtaking so anytime you want brother we'll we'll put in the call the funny thing is of course i'm a terrible golfer and don't play very often uh rich is in san diego we're going to get to the big story there in a minute first of all remember we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or we could talk about how with discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time i mean talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I didn't intend it to, to turn into a perfect segue to what we're going to talk about now. Uh, but for people who don't know, Rich obviously played in the NFL for quite some time, and he hosts on uh, 1360 down there, uh, which is, of course, uh, uh, you know, station that covers all sorts of things. But I would guess your primary beat right now is uh, the San Diego Padres. And, and they have not only been in the news, but we got kind of an update on that story yesterday. Of course, Fernando Tati suspended 80 games for performance-enhancing drugs uh and his father came out and said that you know really kind of defended him which i you know i guess it's what any father would do but he was on uh, the midday show in the dominican republic uh and, and said all sorts of things but basically called the whole suspension uh you know that that all all of baseball loses when his son is out there and he called the 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 you know the uh, he called the what his son did, uh, basically something to the effect of insignificant. He shouldn't mm. be suspended 80 games. Uh, where were you? Were you listening to Midday Live in the Dominican Republic when Fernando Tatis Sr. was on? If not, what was your reaction when you first heard these comments? Yeah, I needed it uh, translated first. But once I read this transcription, um, I was um, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't shocked. Look, you know, that's a man talking about his son. And he is doing whatever he thinks he should to, I don't know, clear his son's name, defend him, especially if man to man, they've had a conversation about this. And Fernando Tatis Jr. swears to his dad that this is what it is, that he took this medication, that he was completely uh, uh, unaware of it going to flag a, a failed test. And, you know, and now the ensuing has occurred, but yeah, look, I have sincere doubts of the veracity of that. I have sincere doubts as to whether or not that's the right way to handle all this from a public relations standpoint, having your father speak out before anybody's heard from you outside of a written Great statement. Yep. 
Uh, it's just a mess, man. And it's left Padres fans brokenhearted across the country, but especially here in San Diego. You, you know, you mentioned it. We do cover a lot of stuff. You know, NFL is still huge in San Diego, obviously. But the Chargers left in 2016. We're six years departed from having an NFL team in San Diego. So the Padres really took center stage. And Fernando Tatis Jr. in particular was such a proud addition to this team and for a lot of folks who were searching for the next sports star to really latch on to after Philip Rivers leaves for Los Angeles with his team you know that's no offense to Philip he was a great ambassador for the city of San Diego the entire time he spent his career there and obviously gave the the scoop of his retirement to uh, a beat writer in San Diego you know I mean like he he really is tied to that city forever but but San Diego needed a superstar to, to, to wrap their arms around again. You know, they once had Tony Gwynn. They once had Dan Fouts and Phillip Rivers after him. Who's the next Padre? And it was Fernando Tatis Jr. And so, like I said, there's a lot of brokenhearted Padres fans. And um, I know this is a really unpopular take, Aaron. Mm. But um, Do you agree with Fernando Tatis Sr.? Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, it- <laughs> no. I, I have sympathy for him. And I know that a lot of junior. people go, yeah, for junior, you know, really, I, I, Why I know a lot of people say, Hey, he cheated and blah, blah, blah. And this and that. And I just look at it from the standpoint of, look, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on this young man to do everything right. And fame and money and access doesn't mean that you're going to all of a sudden be a more mature human being or make good decisions. He's 23 years old. I mean, if you think about it, he's only been legally allowed to buy beer in this country for two and some part of another year. You know, it's just he's young. He made a humongous legacy defining mistake. And I understand the implications on this baseball team, on the investment the fan base has made in him. But he's he's a kid. And kids make mistakes. It's part of growing up. And I know he has $340 million guaranteed to him. And I know he's got more money in his bank account than maybe I'll ever see in my life. But it doesn't mean that I can't have sympathy for somebody who's learning some really hard lessons. And I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll prove me wrong and we'll find out that he has terrible character and that he's, you know, a bad person, a bad human being. And he's being vilified as such right now, especially in the local press. But I just don't see it that way. I see a kid who is reacting poorly to the pressure that he's under to be an impact player for his franchise and made an absolutely, completely boneheaded mistake that, unfortunately, he won't live down the rest of his career. First of all, you said more money in his bank account than you may ever have. If you ever get past $340 million, you know, give me a call. Maybe I can come out on the boat or something like that. Maybe <laughs> maybe you get good at golf and join Live Golf. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I would say, so I, I actually, I will push back on that a little bit. I mean, I do think there's something to being 23 years old. I do think there's something to being a mistake. I don't buy Fernando Tatis Sr.'s explanation. I don't buy Fernando Tatis Jr.'s explanation that it was just ringworm medicine because if it was ringworm medicine, um, why did you immediately accept the suspension without appeal, without pushing back? Why haven't you publicly commented, as you just said, and let your father do it for you? So that's that's that. Um but I also don't know that I, I I feel bad for him, and it's not like oh you know he's an athlete and he he gets to do something. Ki-. No, but I do think when you sign that three hundred forty million dollar contract, I do think there is an inherent responsibility that comes with it, um, and it's it's to me it's no different than, and it's not a total apples to apples conversation, but it's like 
you know, with these NBA players that that sign a contract and then a year later demand a trade, and we'll talk about Kevin Durant later in the show, I do think when you sign a contract to be a face of a franchise, it does hold you to a different standard. And so coming off an offseason where obviously, you know, he has a motorcycle accident, now this, like I, I will push back that do do I in some ways maybe feel a little bad for him? Maybe, and, and maybe it is an honest mistake and we somehow figure that out. But realistically, to me, I don't feel bad because I do think that when you sign on that dotted line, whether it is outwardly spoken or not, there is an inherent responsibility that comes with that. Uh, And he let his team down and he let his organization down. He let his city down. And I'm not going to feel too bad for a guy, even at that young age, that that has that responsibility. Oh, no. And you're completely justified to feel that way. And a lot of people echo your very same sentiments. And in fact, some people got mad that I reacted to this the way I have. But this is just my honest reaction to this. You know, I've been in the shoes where you become thrust into something very unfamiliar. I'm not I'm look, I never made three hundred million dollars, nor will I ever most likely, right? Oh, you changed the tune all of a sudden, half a segment in. Yeah, but I have made some cash, man. Sure. I was a professional athlete once, and it changes things. It changes things in a hurry, and it changes people around you in a hurry. And the level of access you have to certain people changes the way that people who you've known your entire life talk to you. Can I jump in on that really quick? Yeah, go ahead. It's interesting because I am watching right now, I'm in the middle of the Derek Jeter documentary, which is phenomenal. I think it's excellent, by the way. And maybe again, you know, we're about the same age. Uh, Jeter was was the guy, maybe not even in baseball, but in, you know, one of the two, three, four faces of sports for a long time. But his sister, of all people, said something very interesting in the documentary. She said, People say that, and I don't, I'm paraphrasing, but she said, People say, say that money changes, changes people. She said it doesn't in in our experience it doesn't change people it changes the people around you which I thought was a very interesting commentary and maybe speaks to maybe Fernando Tatis has to be a little bit smarter about who who he's letting into that inner circle that that would be something you might have more insight onto than I did but it's interesting because I just heard that quote and what you were saying about Tatis reminded me of that yeah it's perfectly uh, timed I I think I think I think a lot there's a lot of truth to that I but I do also think that it can change you in a lot of ways you. You know, it can force you to have to be more responsible responsible than you've ever been in your life. You know, let's face it, like before Fernando Tatis Jr. was ever a Major League Baseball player, he was a kid growing up in the Dominican Republic and playing baseball because he loved it. And then all of a sudden the White Sox bring him into their organization at 16 years old and he's a professional baseball player and he's living out a dream as a teenager as as truly like a child like when my kids are 16 they'll still be living with me they'll still be in my house i can promise you that i'll still be raising them because they're not completely ready to face the real world yet i mean and unless i guess they're thrust into a similar spot like like fernando tatis jr because his talent is so undeniable he needs to be part of something bigger than just his family life but that's the reality of being a ball player. And now you're in a foreign place, America, not where you grew up. You're playing baseball with people in, the, in speaking a language that you weren't you didn't grow up around and you're forced to grow up faster than maybe you're capable of and make better decisions than maybe you're capable of. I think there's just so much we expect from athletes. You made the mention to NBA uh, basketball players, you know, this idea that because we give them 40 million dollars a year, they're going to make good decisions. Baloney. 
<laughs> the baloney. It, there, yes, there is inherent responsibility that comes with signing a contract and accepting that that sum of money, but it doesn't mean you're going to be more mature. It's not. It's, it's not a guarantee because your money's guarantee that you're going to handle it appropriately. I mean, Justin Bieber was some kid in Canada who had a YouTube channel where he could play the piano and the drums and he could sing a little bit, and then all of a sudden he's tapped by Usher and he's playing arenas around the world. World. You know, and then he has a house in Bel Air and he's egging his neighbors and he's driving around joyriding his Lamborghini and everybody's like, how dare Justin Bieber be acting this way? Like what? A kid? Like literally it was the movie Big, like Tom Hanks sure. all grown up all of a sudden. That's what life is for a professional athlete. And I know a lot of people, this rings completely hollow with them because they say, if I could play a kid's game and earn the type of money that Fernando Tatis Jr. earned and have the talent that Fernando Tatis Jr. have, I would make better decisions. Well, good for you. I I mean, pat yourself on the back and move on. Like, I just don't see it that way. I just, I can't see it that way because I know what it's like to be 23 and make really bad decisions. And I know that if the spotlight was as hot on me as it was on Fernando Tatis Jr., maybe some of those decisions could have changed my life for the worse forever. But maybe I wasn't caught or maybe I was just at the right place at the right time doing the wrong thing and I got lucky. But he didn't. And so, yes, I'm not saying for anybody who's saying, well, this is a legacy-defining moment. I completely agree with you. This will haunt him the rest of his career and probably the rest of his life. You could say it was really irresponsible, and you're absolutely right saying that, but he's he's still 23 years old. He's going to make more mistakes, I can promise you. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. 23 years old. I mean, I think you do lose perspective that not only, you know, his his journey, but also, you know, it is a very young age. And I'd be lying if I said that uh, I did not make plenty of mistakes at 23, 33, on and on and on to this day. This is the Gottlieb Show. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger in for Doug. I do have confirmation. Doug is on the course with Dan Byer and John Ramos. <laughs> also, we did get an update from producer Brandon. Um, you want to know how people, how mad people are in San Diego about this this Fernando Tatis story? Well, Fernando Tatis bobblehead day, September seventh, has been canceled, and in its place, Juan Soto City Connect jersey giveaway. Wow. So, you know, if you were looking for, if you were, if you were hoping for a jersey all along on September seventh, you're in luck. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, uh, Rich Orenberger, in for Doug. Fox at Bed Three Six Five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. 
Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger in for Doug. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug and the guys out on the course today. Join some team bonding. Uh, Rich Orenberger and Aaron Torres in today. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. So yesterday, uh, the college football first AP poll of the season came out and thought there was no better time to uh, bring on a good friend of mine, a guy who I respect immensely, great covering not just college football, but really the entire college sports scene, especially in the SEC. You can read him on outkick.com. Trey Wallace is on the phone. Trey, what's up, man? Hey, T, it's good to hear from me and talk to you, buddy. I hope you've been well. I have been well. Rich Orenberger joining me. And, Trey, before we get to the AP poll and just some other stuff across college sports, uh, you had a chance to speak with Lane Kiffin last night, obviously the Ole Miss coach, uh, a guy that you know I think we all kind of have maybe an impression of him, but you spoke with him. You know He's made some personal changes in his life over the last couple months, and, and, and you shared an article on Outkick.com today. I wanted you to share a little bit about what Coach Kiffin told you yesterday when you spoke with him. You know, it was very interesting. We we spoke until probably midnight uh, last night, and and you know, talking about the changes that that he has made as a person, and, and I think that was was key in in what I was writing and trying to emphasize. And um, 
you know, family is such a big part of his life now. You know, he, he, he's got a daughter uh, that moved to Oxford, Mississippi, uh, who, who is in her senior year of high school now living with him. He was, you know, it was funny. He was, he was talking about they have this, quote, modern family, unquote, movie night is what they call it on Sunday nights. And how kind of his life has, has changed uh, when it comes to being a, a single parent uh, also, you know, raising a kid there in Oxford and and being a, a full-time football coach while we're in the middle of fall camp or even summer recruiting periods. And, you know, it, it, him talking about, you know, how much he has got into the the motivational side of things when it comes to either, you know, putting out tweets or, or trying to support his players or trying to, you know, support people out there that, that reach out to him. You know, it, it just it feels like – you know, AT, we, we've covered Lane Kiffin for a very long time. And it feels like to me, the guy is, is kind of turning a corner into who he is as a man. And, and I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from it. From, you know, from him talking about, you know, he wakes up early in the morning now and he goes and does hot yoga or Pilates and he gets his day going, where in the past, you know, he, he wouldn't do something like that. And I know that sounds small, but for a college coach, there's a lot that goes into getting the day started. And, and then, you know, he also talked about, um, you know, him, him finding a church there in Oxford. And, you know, he's got a pastor called Fish, which you would only know if you're from the South, by the way, uh, as, as I am. And um, it's just, you know, it, 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 the, the stuff he was talking about and how country singer Morgan Wallen reached out to him with a, you know, a, a single about, you know, about Jesus and, and talking about changes in his life. And, and it just felt like speaking with him that I was talking to a different guy that I had spoken with even three years ago. And I, and I think that it, looking at it, yes, he, he has had a reputation, but I think he's, he, he's, he's moving past that reputation. You know, they don't use that Joey Freshwater thing anymore. You know, that's, that's kind of, gone away and, and you're looking at a guy that's growing up and maybe it took a little long for that to happen Aaron but but it seems like it has and um, you know I, I urge anybody if they if they kind of want to read this story and, and hear Kiffin's words about some of this stuff uh, to, to read the article but it was a very very open conversation with him and, and you know what it opened my eyes a little bit more about the coach as well. You know, it's interesting we're talking about Lane Kiffin because he uh, he had a lot to say. Oh, he always does have a lot to say about anything you ask him about, um, but especially about name, image, and likeness and where college sports are at, especially college football. And he alluded to the fact that NIL is basically legalized cheating and that this is recruits, you know, number one thought process when they're being recruited by schools are how much money can I make off of my name, image and likeness? And, you know, he said some negative things about it, but he actually has some forward thoughts. I felt he said, how are we any different from professional sports any longer? You know, shouldn't we have a salary cap? Shouldn't we have these things in place? You know, and and kind of expanding the conversation away from Lane and his thoughts and just towards where college football is heading. Could you see a, a situation where they cap salaries and name, image, and likeness, Trey? You know, I mean, are we heading towards players unionizing? Are we going to have actually professional sports affiliated at the college level? You know, Rich, I, I think that – 
when it comes to college football, and I think when it comes to Lane Kiffin too, like you know, there there are not a lot of folks out there that are just that are just saying what's going on, and, and I think that's what makes Kiffin and a couple of other coaches different. Um, maybe it's because he has experience with NFL free agency and and having to deal with players and you know how that comes about when it comes to contracts and money. Um, and it's probably one of the top reasons. But you look at it overall, I think you're going to see a time soon enough. I don't, you know, when I say soon enough, I mean maybe two to three years, something like that, where they're going to have to come up with a way to maybe put a cap on, on how much can be spent, maybe per cycle or how much a player can make and, and not make – and I'm not talking about like how much a player can make in a certain year, but like we're starting to see these collected and we're starting to see a lot more of them pop up now. And, you know, we're seeing college players get base salaries per year. You know, that was something that, that came out last week that SMU and Texas tech are doing, and there's a couple other schools that are doing it as well right now. But I think when you break it down and you look at this thing, it's like, okay, how do we go forward from here? How do we continue with NIL? This is not going away. So what can we do? They're going to have to put some restrictions on this because right now it is the wild, wild west. And, I, and, and talking with some folks, you know, in, in the recruiting business, the stuff that's going on, man, you, you've got colleges out here and, and it's pretty much an auction in a sense of, okay, well, you're going to go 85,000. Well, I'm going to go 95,000. And, and, you know, and now the players are getting into it where the players are using the schools to raise their value and in, in, in the market price for them. So you have to wonder, okay, which schools are getting left out there now that pretty much got used by the players? And, and I know we can go back and say, well, schools have been offering players and then yanking scholarships for years and years and years. But I think it's different when we get in this NIL range when you have so much money that is out there and you've got different schools hitting each other in the pockets, and then you've got athletes involved too. That's where I, Rich, I, I feel like, you know, whether that be the Southeastern Conference or the Big Ten with Kevin Warren, you know, somebody is going to have to step up, I think, sometime in the near future, and we're going to have to figure out some, some guidelines to this because the NCAA, they're, they're not going to do anything. We know that. They're going to try potentially – but they, they, they don't really have any say, and that's why I think it comes down to what conferences do in the long run and, and, and also, you know, states, what every state does with NIL laws, I think is something to watch as well. So it, it wouldn't surprise me, and Lane Kiffin is a guy who's going to tell you exactly what he feels. He's not shy about it, and, and it's kind of refreshing to see because, you know, I kind of leave it at this on that one. You got a guy like Jimbo Fisher – down in College Station, who says, well, NIL didn't have anything to do with our recruiting class. Nothing. Well, it's like, wait a minute. Why are you saying that? You're diminishing the world that we're living in now. You're saying it doesn't have a factor when we know that it does. Why not embrace some of this stuff? It's not like you have to say, well, our assistant coaches didn't do a good job recruiting. I think you just have to say, look, this is a part of the game that we're in now. We have to embrace it, and we've got to move forward with it. 
Trey Wallace joining us uh, from OutKick.com. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger in for Doug. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, Trey, you know, quickly, the, the AP poll came out yesterday. Ohio State was, number, uh, you know, Alabama, Ohio State 1-2. and two. I think that's the way most people uh, expected. Let me ask you, th- there seems to be, among people that love college football, a belief that uh, it's, it's Alabama, Ohio State, and then a gap between those two and number three. Do you view it that way? And if you do or do not, who do you think is in that next tier that could potentially, hopefully, compete for a championship? I mean, look, Alabama's going to be good. Let, let's not get that wrong. So is Ohio State. I mean, you look at their rosters and you look at their running backs and what they have at quarterback. You know, look at look at the defense. I mean, a guy like Will Anderson Jr. coming back and it's going to be terrorizing quarterbacks for Alabama. But I look at, you know, I. I you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, Georgia lost all that talent. Well, this is a year Georgia can prove, you know what, we've stockpiled talent. And we've got guys now that can get back in the rotation. I, I know they lost a lot off that defense, but they do return a number of key players on offense. You know, you, you've got a guy like Brock Bowers. You've got a guy, we'll see what Stephen Bennett, he can do it for another year um, in, in the conference and nationally. And then I think, you know, there's, there's other schools that could make a run here. I mean, you know, I want to see what Utah looks like, that first game of the season. And I'm talking outside, you know, when we, I'm talking outside like the normal realm of, of teams. You know, Utah opens up in Gainesville against Florida. Can they, can they make some noise down there and, and get some national attention? I'm, I'm hesitant on Clemson and Notre Dame right now. But I think, you know, I don't think Clemson's like falling off the mark. Like maybe some fans want to believe, like Dabo Sweeney didn't wake up and say, okay, we don't have any players anymore. We had a bad year. Let's just shut it down. No, Clemson's going to come back firing. So I, I look at it overall. I think Texas A&M at number six. I'm, <laughs> to me, I'm like, wait a minute, why are they at number six? Like what has Jimbo Fisher proved to us so far at Texas A&M that they are worthy to be the number six team in the country coming off a four-loss season? And, and and still having to make a decision on who the quarterback's going to be between Haynes King or Max Johnson. I just I look at that top ten and I see some flaws in there. I, I see some teams that could potentially, you know, fall off towards the middle of the season. You know, is it Oklahoma? What do they do with their quarterback situation? Is it going to be that Dylan Gabriel type of offense all year? You know, so there are teams. I, I think you're going to see some guys, you know, some teams try to sneak up in there. Uh, outside the top ten, I'm very interested to see what Miami does this year. Uh, they've got a very, very big matchup in College Station against Texas A&M, you know, in, in week three of the season. So I'm not buying, Aaron, that it's just Alabama and Ohio State and then there's just huge gap. I think that's just probably going off recency bias with how these teams have been ranked in the past. Trey Wallace joining us, outkick.com. You know, Trey, I'm in favor of expanding these college football playoffs immediately, but there are some people who say, well, let's see how things shake out over this next year or two because we've got a couple of schools leaving next year from the Big 12 to the SEC, a couple of schools leaving two years from now from the the Pac-12 to go to the Big 10. There could be more. There could be more movement, and that could adjust the picture. But I don't know. I'm impatient. I want to see expansion now. What are your thoughts? I mean, look, I, I would lo- I would love to see more teams in the playoffs. I would because, I, I, I first off, I think it would be fun for college football. Um, second of all, I, I think that there are 
when we get to the end of the season sometimes, I think there are more than just four teams, you know, that could make some noise in the semifinals if, if given the opportunity. I think we've seen in the last couple of years that some teams ranked five or six, you know, they had good arguments uh, for being in. I, I think, you know, we understand that, you know, making the playoffs, enhancing it, adding more teams is going to be unlikely until that contract runs out. But another big thing, and you brought it up, you know, what does the Big Ten look like, you know, when you're adding USC and UCLA? And let's just, you know, whatever with UCLA. Sorry if we have a lot of fans. But like with USC jumping in, you know, right off the bat, it's probably going to take a minute for UCLA to get going. But I think with USC, okay, it adds another element. And then you look at the SEC. Okay, is Texas going to be back? You know, what does Oklahoma look like? So you're adding more competition to this thing. And when we've seen times in the past where, like, the SEC might get two teams into the college football playoff, well, man, what does that look like when Oklahoma and Texas join? So I'm with you when it comes to adding more teams to this thing. I think waiting five years is a bit too long, in my opinion. Um, But we're going to have to see if these commissioners – these presidents can kind of get on board with a plan when it comes to automatic qualifiers. You know, when it comes to group of fives, how do they get in? You know, I, I just feel like if they can come together and they can figure this thing out, which they've gone back and forth on, dating back to last year's national championship game in Indianapolis where the meetings just kind of went a different direction than some commissioners thought. I think if we can get to that point, then it could potentially happen. But right now, there's just too many questions, and and you don't have a lot of commissioners on the same page. But I say that to say this. There's so much mess going on, and I mean teams moving to different conferences. You know, what does the ACC look like in three years? You know, the Pac-12, we already know kind of feel like we know what that's going to look like, the Big 12. I think there's so many questions now with expansion that it's really hard to put a timetable on when a college football playoff does expand. Trey, I just do want to correct you on one thing. You mentioned you don't want to upset UCLA fans. I live in L.A. UCLA football doesn't have fans, so you don't have to worry about that. But uh, <laughs> well, I know that. And I didn't <laughs> I'm want kidding. To, I'm I kidding. Know I'm that. kidding. I didn't want to take a shot at your folks out there. I get it. I was just out there recently, and I love the area. It's beautiful. Um, but it, it's going to take a minute for Chip Kelly. Who knows if Chip Kelly is even the coach at UCLA when they join the Big Ten. I think that's something else to consider. I'll tell you this. I, I live about 10 minutes from the Rose Bowl uh, outside of LSU. Uh, uh, last year, there was not a ton of concern for me about uh, maneuvering around that stadium during UCLA football games. Trey Wallace, Outkick.com. Uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter, at Trey Wallace underscore. Great interview today with Lane Kiffin, the head coach of Ole Miss. Trey, we appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the afternoon, and we'll be watching you, listening to you on Outkick.com. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Y'all guys have a great afternoon. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate y'all. That was Trey Wallace, Outkick.com. Really quickly, check out the latest lines from the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling prom call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.